haven't worked for anyone in 12 years. I have been out on my own wearing the cool as fuck label nowadays is entrepreneur. And, you know, I'm, I'm going to be real with you. I don't necessarily think that this makes me special or particularly amazing. Uh, I think it's just something that was natural for me. And when I say natural, what I mean is I'm just unemployable. Um, I, I really don't do well with authority figures. I don't do well when I feel like I'm wasting my time with some senseless orders from a boss. So I just... It, it only made sense that a hard-headed, you know, dare I say, arrogant young man at the age of 27 said, fuck working for anybody else. I'm going to do this for myself. And, you know, a lot of people expressed to me like, hey, I, I kind of want that too. I want to break out of the rat race. I want to be an entrepreneur. I want to start a business. I want to do my own thing. And yet they don't really know how. And so, the reality is, unless I think about it, I don't really know how I did it either because it was just natural to me and it was just the next step for somebody who couldn't get a fucking job or couldn't hold a job down. And so in order to provide some value, I have reversed engineered the way of thinking that, you know, really just kind of came natural to me. And what I'm going to share today is it's really a thought pattern or a thought process. And the people who feel stuck or like, hey, I want to do my own thing, but I don't know how, they have a thought virus. And this thought virus is the absolute antithesis of entrepreneurial thinking. And it keeps people stuck and miserable. And so what I'm going to do today is offer you a new way of thinking that's going to lead to explosive growth and freedom should you choose to embrace it. And what's cool is to embrace this way of thinking and to apply it you don't have to dramatically rearrange your life. You don't have to quit your job. You don't have to start a business to benefit from it. You simply need to understand a few concepts that I'm going to lay out for you and just be open to shifting your thinking. And so I'll start here. Have you ever worked for free? Um, I had, let me, let me, let me tell you a couple stories about some, some times I worked for free or next to free or whatever. One was a sales job at a radio station. So I sold ads for the radio station and the way the job worked was basically for new guys like me, we just had to look for businesses who would be a good fit for our advertising. We had to call them and the purpose of the calls was to get them to schedule an appointment and the appointment was to start building a relationship, introduce them to a radio station, ultimately sell them ads down the road. And so I just got to the office early every single day. We were expected to be there like 830 to five roughly was our you know, set work period. And I would get in there about, um, well, actually I would just, I just wanted to avoid traffic. I hate traffic. So I just went to the gym in the office building about like five, five thirty every day. Then I'd head upstairs, be at my desk by about seven, maybe read a book, do some personal development for about 20, 30 minutes, and then spend about an hour or so before work prospecting and creating the list of people I was going to call that day. And then that way, as like, as it became business hours and people started showing up in their offices, I already had a hit list of who I was going to call and I could be more efficient. And then the other thing I did that I thought was super duper clever of me is that like nobody really wanted to take these appointments. And so what I did is I'd be like, Hey, you know, let's just schedule it at the end of the day. Like it's only going to take 30 minutes. Let me just, you know, I'll show, I'll show up and you just talk to me for a little bit before you head home for the day. I'd be like, look, it's only going to take 30 minutes. So I'd get there, you know, for the last 30 minutes of their day, which they've blocked off for me. And then I would only take 15 minutes. <laughs> I would make it super brief. And now they're leaving in a good mood because they're going home a little bit early. Now, what this did for me 
was it put me somewhere in the greater Chicagoland area, um, right at peak rush hour time. And then it would take me about 90 minutes to get back home. And so my colleagues said to me like, dude, why are you here early? They don't pay you for that. Like, look, man, it says in our contract, 830 to 5. And I was like, dude, like, because I want to, you know, I want to maximize my time. He's like, oh, I mean, I wouldn't do that if I were you. And then, you know, when when we were shooting the shit the next day, he's like, oh, how, how did that appointment go? I was like, oh, fuck, I didn't get home till like 7 o'clock at night because of traffic. He's like, yeah, bro, make those appointments at 1 in the afternoon, you know? And I'm like, eh, okay, but nobody will actually fucking talk to me at 1 in the afternoon. So, anyway... That that was that was one. I, I just want to plant the seed of that story. Oh no! Ultimately, that that job didn't work out. It didn't work out. Um, I didn't make that much money, and ultimately, I just it was like maybe my second to last job before I just threw in the fucking towel and trying to make money for somebody else. Now, there was another instance I want to tell you about. So I quit my job. And I go into the training world because I'm so interested in personal training and physical development and all that stuff. And I really fall down the rabbit hole of kettlebells. Like I love kettlebells. And I do this training. I do this three-day certification with this awesome organization. And ultimately what's cool is they invited me back to be an instructor. Now here's what I need to tell you about being an instructor. In exchange for you being an assistant instructor, you are you get to recertify, which has a $500 value. But here's the thing. The certifications are three days. And you're expected to be there the day before to set up. So it's really three and a half days worth of work. Oh, also, you travel and stay in a hotel and eat on your own dime. So you're losing you're losing a lot of money to do this. Um, but of course, I was thrilled the first time I was invited. I didn't think about money at all. You know, and... That was, and I did it for a couple of years. You know, they would invite me to come be an assistant instructor and I would show up and I would work essentially for free for three and a half days and I fucking loved it. And then it got to the point where as my business grew and, and my value was better spent at my gym, I just simply couldn't afford to take the time off. So I just stopped doing it, but I did put in a good amount of time there. So there's a reason I'm opening up this loop. Because I've had I've had people over the years say, hey, man, you should never work for free. You should charge every client for every second of your time. You should draw hard lines. Like if, if it's not billed, you should just say no because people will creep in and steal your time. Uh, you have a high hourly value. Like don't sell yourself short. Don't put yourself into menial activities that don't pay. You are worth a high amount per hour. And I was like, okay. But that never sat right with me. That never sat right with me. And if I think about why that never sat right with me, it's because now I know that to become valuable, there's only one way, really, if we're going to paint it with a broad stroke, there's only one way to become valuable in this world. And that is to accumulate knowledge and then learn how to apply that knowledge. That's value. And here's the reality of the situation. You need to pay for knowledge. And you're going to pay either with money or you're going to pay with time in order to gain experience. And so to say, if you're sitting here and be like, well, I, I never pay. I never pay with my time by working for free. Or I never, um, I never pay for knowledge with money because I know everything. What that's saying is it's insinuating that you're no longer willing to learn. You're no longer willing to expand your knowledge base. You're no longer growing. And that is a very steep decline. Right, That's the start of a very steep decline in your value when you decide you are too good to learn and grow. And so if, if 
accumulating knowledge and learning and, and learning how to apply that knowledge is how you create, how you make yourself valuable. How do we take that value and, and turn it into making money? Well, there's, there's, there's two ways, really. You can trade your time for money, which, you know, the more valuable you become, the more valuable your time becomes, which is cool. So you make more money. But even at a very high skill level, there's a cap to how many hours a week you can work. Think about a lawyer. Think about a surgeon. Like, there's only so many hours they can work, which is why a doctor wants to have their own practice with other doctors so they can, you know, they can leverage their knowledge. And it's why a lawyer wants to be partner so they can leverage the earnings of the entire firm. So if you want to think like an entrepreneur and you want to have an unlimited outcome, you are not thinking and trading your time for money. You're thinking in leverage. How can I leverage my knowledge and experience, right? How can I leverage teaching people how to apply my knowledge so I can have an unlimited income? And here's the cool thing. If you are thinking entrepreneurially, you don't have to actually go out and be an entrepreneur. You can adapt the mindset and apply it while you work for somebody else and still do just fine, right? So it's really a mindset more than it is an action, right? And so if that's the entrepreneurial mindset and way of thinking, which you're thinking more about leveraging your time, becoming valuable, and then leveraging that value, this is where I see a lot of people stepping over dollars to get to pennies. Because either one, they're unwilling to pay for knowledge or time, they're, or I'm sorry, they're, they're, willing to un, they're unwilling to pay for knowledge with their time, meaning working for free in some instances, or they're just not willing to pay with money either, which you know would give them a huge leverage point down the line if they were willing to do that. And instead, they're saying like, hey, I got to get paid right now for this time I put in. And they take a smaller amount now because they have such a myopic view of I can't work for free. So... A lot of people might be listening to this and they're like, yeah, okay, I'm familiar with the idea. Like you work hard now for a payoff later. Yeah, kind of, except no, because that is too vague. That language is too vague. It's not just some, it's not just I'll, I'll do anything for free now so I can get some ambiguous payoff later. Like, no, the idea is to have a vision, know what you want, know who you want to become. Okay, and then when you know those things, like who you want to become, what you're trying to to learn and become this world, then you can go be very specific about the knowledge you go and acquire. And you can and you can and you have a vision of how you're going to leverage it later or you have a vision of how it's going to help you become the person who's going to be able to have all the things you want to have. It means you can go and acquire that knowledge by any means necessary, even if it means trading your time, which is really the most valuable thing you have. So. When you're faced with an opportunity to acquire skills, to acquire knowledge, or to acquire experience, if you have a vision for your life, that's the North Star. That kind of tells you, when is this worth it to spend my time or money on these opportunities? It helps you filter through the opportunities when you have a vision that you know that you're working towards. And so... If I was, if I'm going to go back to the kettlebell certifications that I talked about before, where I spent three and a half days working for free, working at a, a significant loss, um, because I pay for a hotel, they would offer me out of town, maybe even a plane ticket. Um, why did I do that? Because when I got into the training business, you can call it ego, you could call it insecurity, you could call it whatever you want. I was like, dude, I'm going to be the top motherfucker. Like, I'm going to know everything. I'm going to be the shit at this job. I will be highly competent. Okay, because I wanted to make money and the only and I saw the dudes who were making money and they knew their shit. I was going to know my shit, period. And I knew that, hey, dude, I'm a fucking rookie right now. I don't know anything. And so 
when I would go to these certifications, I was the, the peon assistant instructor. Well, you know who I was assisting? The motherfuckers who knew their shit. The guys who had been in the game 10, 15, 20 years. And so I got to be around them for three and a half years, watching them teach other people and being on the other side of the curtain and getting to have dinner with them and lunch with them and talk with them and pick their brains and network with them. Like, dude, that was worth it to me. Just being around was worth the plane ticket and the hotel and the time to go and be around people who I wanted to learn from in an environment that I wanted to be in. And I became a much better instructor by doing that time and time and time and time again. You know, didn't matter that I was losing money. And here's the other thing. Those lead instructors come to find out these lead instructors who I was assisting, they were losing money too. They were getting paid like a thousand bucks for the weekend to be there, which probably alone isn't worth their time, but travel and accommodations weren't even included in that. So it's like a thousand bucks, depending on where they came from, barely covered their travel. And then they were essentially working for free. So why would they do that? Because they had a vision. They understood that this was a platform. And being on this platform and being a leader in this organization made them visible to thousands of people and made them an expert in their field, made, gave them authority in their field that they then used to build their own businesses, right? And so imagine, imagine having like these guys, they sold books, they sold online programs, they sold training, like the whole deal. Imagine having like a book to sell, let's just say. Uh, a book and an online program to sell. And you were asked to be an instructor for this organization and say, Hey, yeah, I mean, it doesn't really pay much. Like I'm paying a thousand bucks a weekend and you got to cover your own travel. And you were like, no, man, I'm not working for free yet. <laughs> look at the opportunity to leverage your knowledge that you'd be passing on because you've spent 10, 15, 20 years lifting weights, teaching other people how to use weights. You've acquired a shitload of knowledge. You know how to apply that knowledge and you've put that knowledge into a book in an online program. And now you've been given an online platform that's going to cost, or I'm sorry, a platform, not online. It's actually in person, a platform that's going to put you on a pedestal in front of thousands of people and the opportunity to leverage that book. And you're going to say no, because uh, I can't work for free. How fucking dumb would that be? Right? How fucking dumb would that be? You'd be stepping over fucking dollars to get to pennies, right? And so the smart guys took this opportunity in the organization. They came to the weekends at a loss three, four, five times a year, and they sold tens of thousands of books and online programs, right? And they made a living off of it. I think that's pretty smart. It's pretty entrepreneurial. And so I think that story really encapsulates the fact that, dude, if you have a vision, Go get the skills. Go get the skills to make you the person who can bring that vision to reality. And to get those skills, you're going to have to pay with time and you're going to have to pay with money sometimes. And it's going to cost you something to get the experience. You're not always going to be winning. But once you have the experience, once you have taken the skills or I'm sorry, taken the knowledge and learned how to apply it, which turns into wisdom. Now, if you want to have the entrepreneurial spirit, you learn how to leverage that wisdom as opposed to just trading one to one for it. So if, if you want to break free and yeah, maybe this means going and starting your own business. Maybe it just means breaking free of one uh, of wondering what else you could be doing with your time, breaking free of the should have, would have, could have, right? You need to understand a few things. Having a vision for your life trumps everything else. Without it, everything and nothing makes sense. There's no context for which you're spending your time. And if you don't have a vision, you're just going to default to trying to make as much as you can every single hour of every single day. 
which is fine, I guess, until you realize I don't have a vision for my life, so there's nothing to fucking spend this on. Or until you realize, man, I stopped growing 10 years ago, right? So having a vision is more important than everything. And then once you have that vision, you go out and you acquire the knowledge and you learn how to apply that knowledge. You'll pay for this knowledge and you'll pay for this experience with time, money, or usually both. But if you have a vision, it's going to help you know what you need to be learning. And it's going to help you find ways to leverage that wisdom. And again, wisdom is when you take the knowledge you learn and you learn how to apply it. Then knowledge plus application equals wisdom, right? So having that vision allows you to be like, hey, this is what I need to learn. This is how I need to apply it. And this is how I need to leverage it in the long run. If you don't have any of those things, you're just constantly going to be wasting your time, um, you know, trying to trying to spend every single second, every single day uh, making as much money as possible and, and, and never really feeling fulfilled and never really feeling like you're growing and never really feeling like you have an end game. So uh, I would strongly encourage you to, you know, be open to the shift and being like, yeah, man, let me get clear on what I want. And once I get clear on what I want, I can kind of reverse engineer, you know, at least the next step to bring this thing into reality. And when you have that next step, you can go execute it, like whatever it takes. And even if it costs you time or even if it costs you money, at least you have clarity and at least, you know, it's the next step towards building a bigger vision or bringing a bigger vision into reality. I hope you guys found this helpful. It was a couple of conversations I had this week where I'm just like, man, I got to reverse engineer this because the, the, the way that people were, were, were asking for help. I'm like, there's something to bubble off with your way of thinking. So like, let's reverse engineer it. And like, this is what we came to. And at the same time, I have friends who are absolutely like, you can see that they're in hyper growth mode because they caught a vision and they're doing anything they can to grow and learn and expand. And it's really fucking fun to watch. So, um, I hope you guys had an awesome Thanksgiving. Head over to missingpeacepodcast.com. Join my Discord community. I, I'm at, so I'm in the process right now of revamping missingpeacepodcast.com. I've actually been kind of quiet. Well, I've been very quiet on Discord. I'm going to start with, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get back to that again. I've been quiet on socials. But that's because I've been building on the back end of my business. And, um, you know, truth be told, it was just something that needed to be done. And all my focus needed to go into sort of the roots and the foundation of my business. And, um, now I'm getting ready to share a bunch of stuff again. So join me on socials, join me on discord. I would love to see you there. And if you haven't already do me a solid, a, you know, leaving a review really helps the podcast grow. And then just continue sharing it. I, dude, I still appreciate when you guys are like, dude, this hit home. And I shared it with my friend. Like all you have to do is hit the share button, share it with somebody who you've been talking about business with, share it with somebody who, you know, is sort of on this entrepreneurial journey. You know what I mean? Share it with anybody you find, you think would find value in it. And, um, I would really, really appreciate that. All right, guys. We'll talk to you soon.